Hey everybody and welcome to episode 141 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Here we go. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve. Here's your host, Ryan Martin. So, guys and girls, welcome to episode 141 of the Revive Yourself podcast. Um, yeah, so lots been going on. As this one comes out, my book should already be out. It should, if not, then it, well, I don't know what's going on uh, because it should be out. Um, what, what is this? This is this, this is the 10th, is it? No, 11th of December, and it should be going live either today or tomorrow. So should be out keep your eyes peeled for that um it'll be available if you look on my links on facebook or on my website for example chronic fatigue solution three big secrets to healing chronic illness anyone who wants it for themselves or stocking for them or for anyone else then go ahead and get it as always the episode is sponsored by our shop at reviveyourself.co we've got all the fantastic products we've got there to increase your health always like to talk about living fuel super greens and super berry um two of the best products all around products on the market by by none 260 dollars worth of organic produce in just two scoops of the stuff if you're taking the berry or the green um and for this time of year i think you know pat the the teas um, we've got on the site from um, the Finchley Clinic from Power Darko, Cat's Claw, Quetrapedra, all immune boosting teas. Have a look at them, uh, as well as their uh, lipo, or liposomal vitamin C from LipoLife. Uh, that's uh, the link of ancient purity and the vitamin D3 and K2 they got there as well. Um, fantastic for keeping you healthy and uh, yeah, immune system nice and strong during this, this period. Um, Going back to actually that, because I know it's still going to be in December and silly season is still upon us. Probiotics from Macola, you've got there, great for keeping your gut nice and healthy, as well as the milk thistle from either Terra Nova or Nature's um, Nature's Answer. Or you've actually got the liver cleanser there, um, can be found at the links at Evolution Organics. Keep Very, very important to keep your liver nice and healthy during this period. And have a browse and see what else else you'd, you'd like. Some great, great stuff there from Ancient and Brave in terms of the uh, cacao and collagen. Um, very good it's, it's a well it's got lots of different aptogenic herbs in it as well ginseng a very beetroot very good for energy cleansing as well and raw cacao much better than having a, a coffee that's been sprayed with herbicides pesticides insecticides and redenticides so keep that well, there's great options and also um, got our emf blocking devices from aries tech uh, the, the guardian which now blocks 5g as well have a look at that as well as our water filtration systems for the house um, one two three and four bed beds all taken care of if you've got hard or soft water have a look at them they get rid of 99.9 percent of all the nasties in your water so washing your washing your food washing yourself you know cleaning your teeth washing your clothes you want it to be done in pure water and that's a way to do it and also if you're heading over to blueblocks.com bl or blu sorry bo sorry blublox dot com blueblocks.com for the best blue blocking glasses on the market uh, from my man Andy Menf. If you put in the code REVIVE, you get 10% off there. And if you head over to 
uh, essentialoilwizardry.com for the best essential oils on the market in my opinion from Dr. Nick Berry uh, you put in the code there reviving small letters you get 10% off there uh, otherwise on with the show episode 141 and I've got a special guest here returning guest Helen Jacobs and just quickly we just before we had this a bit of microphone issues I just want to say just going to add this in my book the chronic fatigue solution is actually out now you can get it by heading over to www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com that's www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com and you can order it there i mean seven pounds i'm going to ask for you to uh <laughs> i don't get any money out of it i'm just asking you to pay for postage and packaging and it'd be shipped to you and there's also the audiobook option you've got an um, option if you want to and the option of our 21 day health reset if you're looking for something to kickstart you into a new healthy lifestyle but yeah can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it and to see what's what's uh what it's all about and hear back from you but uh, yeah otherwise that's that's it for that quick message and over to helen just wanted to say we had to get the microphone sorted out here we go so i think the mic's all good now i think everyone can hear us so how are you doing today Really, really good. Yeah. yeah. So we literally just done a little um, testimonial video um, because we sort of come to the end of our 16 weeks together, but we're continuing to work together because you want to keep on moving forwards. Um, and uh, yeah, it was um, just just you know we spoke about a few things before that having uh, had you on the show to begin with, but just having um, spoken about what the results that you've got and the things that. I mean, it was actually amazing just listening to it, the things that you actually had before. I'd actually, you know, it was quite a few. Um, you must be really proud of yourself to to got over them and, and to, to be where you are now. I am phenomenally proud because it's not just a 16-week programme, is it? It's, it's for life. Yeah. So you do the 16-week programme, but then all the things that you've learned and the, the sort of the day-to-day routines that you adopt is, is for life it's, it's, so it's life changing yeah and that's why we do things like where we do like that I, I always say to people a lot of nutritionists they give you a program or diet they go away you come back and see them like for an hour and I'm like that doesn't get you anywhere you can always fall off in that time and 16 weeks gives us a nice amount of time just to implement stuff to heal but also to to keep on giving you information to move you forward you know and, and for you to become the person you said the, the thing you mentioned there you know you said your identity you've got a different identity to what you did before in terms of who you yeah, would become yeah I do feel really self-empowered and that's, um, that's epic because the programme doesn't just cover your health it's it, your physical health it's, it's mental emotional hormonal your physical health your gut health mm. every every aspect of you and so even your imagination you know you're encouraged to dream and that was something I was struggling with before because my only dream was to be healthy and so now <laughs> now it's phenomenal yeah. I feel phenomenal that's awesome because we always admit, I think I mentioned it in there which was you know when a man hasn't got his health he's got one dream when he's got his health he's got he's got a million and so like from from you said before you had all these things you wanted to do but you just didn't feel like you could do them because you know you had all these issues were stopping you but but now you're in a place where you can go out and I think you said like you didn't know where you'd be in 12 months before the program but now you've got an idea where, you, where yeah, you'd like to yeah. be yeah I, yeah I, it was my wish because I have been an inspiring figure, media figure, for quite a few years. And it was my wish to be out there actually 
showing up in person and doing that mm. rather than just doing that on YouTube, social media, online. I wanted to actually show up and actually interact with people, but I was so exhausted. Yeah. I just couldn't manage it much. And so, so through doing the program now, um, I recently came back from New York because I went to have my book published. My book is coming out in January, beginning of February. I haven't got the exact date yet, but it is going to be... What's it called? It depends on your perspective. Right, nice. I like that. And so, yeah, so I, I went there to, to meet with some... Manhattan, New York? Yes, Manhattan, New York. How was it? It's my favourite city. Yeah. It was absolutely beautiful. But I went there and I, I came back and immediately jumped into public speaking, public appearances. Um, I've, I think I've done over 150 hours of video in total since I came back and I only came back a month ago. So two days ago I'd been back like four weeks. Yeah. And I just steamed into everything. And I didn't have a hope in hell of doing any of this stuff before. Yeah. Because I, I would have done two days worth. And felt if that, tired, yeah. And I would have been sleeping for the rest of the month. But it's, it, remember, as you come back and actually, we've been, we've been talking about that as well. Um, like, keeping on top of that, keeping on top of the fact that, you know, you had to give your body a balance. So you said, like, oh, you know, I've been doing this. And I was like, well, you know, your, your body's still got to get used to being able to be pushed that hard. And so it's yin and yang. So even... Even now, you know, people you've been on the program and we're working together. Still, it's some, sometimes it's, it's important to have a coach to say that to you. You know, to, to, to keep you reined in a little bit because otherwise you can. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's just the same as everyone just goes right off and they're like, "Oh, now I, I feel oh, tired again." I'm honestly so hard on myself. The other day, I said to you, "I'm being ridiculous," and you were like, "You're not being ridiculous." Mm. <laughs> and I, I sat back from my phone and I, I let out a huge laugh. I thought, you know what, this is so great. Yeah. Well, you need. I mean, this is so great. Having a coach in different areas. That's why I always say on this. I've got coach in different areas of my life because you need to have people sometimes having an outside perspective because you can get caught up in everything. And especially if you've got a, if you're promoting a book and you're doing lots of content, you know, you can always feel like you've got something else to do, something else to do, something else to do. But one of the things that my coach said to me when we had our last intensive, which was really, really, so he said, being an entrepreneur or having your own business, you know. You've just got to be comfortable with the fact that there's always going to be more work to do. And so, like, don't stress about not having done this or that because it's always going to be like that. And you want the quality of your work to come out, not just quantity. And so, like, it's something to just bear in mind. It's always, trust me, I've got a list as long as my arm things to do. Yeah, but the difference between now me now is I'm enjoying every second. Oh, yeah, that's awesome, yeah. So even when things pile up, yeah. and I know that I've got to do, like... 15 things before 3 p.m. tomorrow I'm like yeah this yeah. is fantastic you know because I can do them yeah. it's like before if someone gave me two things I'd be like having to choose which one it's I was going good. to devote my attention to because I couldn't do them both right but now I'm like I'm making my own I'm making my own list I'm yeah. like oh this is so exciting no that is, it is it, it, it is great when you finally get that sort of your health and your energy and you just feel like it's, it's it, everything becomes possibilities, you know. Yeah, um, and opportunities. Opportunities. Everything you're looking at things differently. Things become opportunities, not hurdles or not problems to overcome. It's like in the past, I'd be like looking at stuff and thinking, "Yeah, well, how does that apply to me?" I wouldn't possibly be able to look at that. But now it's like, "Oh, that's a fantastic opportunity." Yeah, and so and so you went out there and went to New York, and and so you spoke. That's to another thing, though. What? The second time I went to yeah. New York, I, I was on my feet, yeah, rushing around and going and actually really enjoying every moment, and I couldn't, 
well, the first time I went, I had to actually sit down a lot and sleep and lie down and stuff. And so I didn't really embrace, every, you know, all the moments. But when I went this time, I enjoyed so many things. What was your favourite part of it? Oh, the Empire State Building really late at night. Yeah. Yeah, that, that view over the city, it's just breathtaking. Mm-hmm. And the fact that one of the observation decks is outside. Yeah, it is outside. And you yeah. step outside and you can't actually hear the city. Yeah, it's so high up there, isn't it? It's you can't hear anything. High, it's, it's deafeningly silent. Yeah, yeah. It's the other buildings that are massive look tiny. So look, look little. Yeah. yeah, it's um. Yeah. Well, we've got an interesting story about that. My, the first time my mum and dad went there, went up that. Um, the week after they came back, the lift fell ninety stories. Oh my goodness! I was like, oh god, I've been up there as well. It was a. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting experience. It's, it's, you up there, you can look. I mean, there's some great views in there. Did you did you go to Brooklyn at all? Yes. Did you go to the, the Maid of Vale Hotel? Yes, and it's near the Apple Store. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, it's Atlantic Avenue. Is it? Did you go up the top of it? We didn't go up the top, oh, but right. we, were, we were there. That's a gorgeous view of... Because when you're the other side, you're in Manhattan, you get great views, but it's like you're in the city... Whereas the main avail, if you next time if you go over there, you get a great view of the city. Like. Well, I took a high-speed train. I took my two sons to Connecticut oh, for right, the day. Nice. And we went to various beaches. Oh, wicked. And to, to uh, step into the Atlantic Ocean. Right. And we, we walked out over a 1,000 feet. I think it's more than three football pitches okay. in length. A boardwalk that goes right out over the ocean. Oh, and really? you, we okay. stood there and watched the sunset. That's awesome. So that was that was pretty much the highlight for us. The data. How long did it take to get there? About three hours. Okay, not too bad. Three hours. That was awesome. Yeah, it's really really. And did you just stay there? No, we just went for the day. For the day. Yeah. All right. I had so much energy. Yeah. Every morning I was waking up, going, "What should we do today, guys?" You know, and we were like actually choosing. Yeah, yeah, it's wicked. We so had so many options. Where did you stay? Queens, Long right. Island City. Nice. And so yeah, it's not doesn't take take very long. I think last time I was in there, I stayed in. Is it Chelsea? Uh, a little, little bit just near the, near the West Village. Um, really, I think it's a nice time of year to go like autumn. Um, even now, I think we, last time I went, it was actually like just just after Christmas. I think no, just after yeah Christmas. We had New Year's there. It was really really nice time. You know, winter in the um, Central Parks, gorgeous that time of year. It and, is um, stunning. Yeah, was it? Was it? Was it, was it no, it wasn't ever Thanksgiving, was it? No. Halloween. Halloween, right. What was that like over there? It was big. Mental, yeah. <laughs> Huge. Mm. I can imagine it being very American. Very orange. Yeah, very orange. So, so when you went, so you but went it up, was very fun. Yeah, but so when you went over there, was it was it was it only mainly for the book launch, or was it for a bit of holiday as well? No, no, the book launch took fifteen minutes to, right. to sign the contract and everything, right. and the rest of it was all pure holiday with my sons, right. and sharing quality time with my son. <laughs> you, what you have to understand is, I had my son. 12 years ago and during that time I have been ill seriously ill for years and so I wanted to actually do things with him well he was he's going to be a teenager on his next birthday and so you know I've missed so much and I really wanted him to have memories of running around with me and actually doing crazy stuff with me his mother, you know, and now you know we do, we do lots of like mad things, and we, we we did so many things in New York. Had Lee like it? Yeah, he absolutely loved it. Yeah, absolutely loved it. And of course, we went to the huge toy shop. And how many is it? How many? Ham, how many? Oh, how many knows F A O Schwartz? 
Sure, is it? How, it's I'm next to the of, Rockefeller Centre. I'm thinking of what is it? How many is the one in London? It's huge. Yeah, yeah how what, many? What's the one? It's, so it's F A O Schwartz. Right, because is that the one that's not in? It's not in. Um, it's next Home to the Rock- Yeah, 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 Home yeah, Home? yeah, yeah. Right, they've right. got the big piano there as well. Right, right, right. And uh, so it was in big. Oh, I was in big as well. Yeah, and of course. Oh, the one where he does a dance night. Yeah, right, yeah. epic. And so we did quite a few, we did quite a few crazy things. Yeah. And they've set up the ice rinks everywhere as well. So yeah, nice. Bryant Park, Central Park, the Rockefeller Centre. Yeah. So we went to visit those two. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was just so many things. Awesome. And like I said, we went out of town quite a bit too. Right. We didn't stay in the city. Oh, because it was the marathon, the week, the one, the first weekend we were there, it was the New York Marathon. Okay. So we basically followed the map and we waited and we went to areas where the marathon had already passed through and they were completely empty so we got to enjoy we got to enjoy places after the marathon had passed through and the crowds had moved to the the next designated crowd area right it was empty okay so we got to experience quite a bit that weekend yeah yeah Yeah, New York like that remember after we was there um Remember when we were there after New Year's? I think like the, maybe the second or third. It was quite empty. It was quite nice. Like walking down, walking across the streets and being able to just stop in the middle of the road and take a picture. Yeah, yeah, we were. Yeah, I've was, posted lots of pictures yeah. where the roads are very wide. Yeah, um, but they're completely clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. We were never going to get another opportunity to see it like no, this. Not until no. next year, anyway. Yeah, exactly. So it's um, no, it's wicked. So when the book deal was all signed, everything go well? Yes. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. But the thing was, the thing with it was, it was very interesting because they had a room full of lawyers. Right. Because my story is that I was yeah. actually went out one day on the 24th of September 2006, and it was just past 10 a.m. in the morning, and I was actually jumped and uh, physically raped and assaulted by two men. And where I was putting up quite a bit of a fight, they jumped and kicked me all over the abdominal cavity, and I ended up getting stabbed in the throat. So, I mean, I did put up a fight. It wasn't... Yeah. Um, so you had to be, like, legally sort of, like... Yeah, so I had said. to go to make sure that... Because they'd, they'd sent this book back to me so many times. Really, yeah. And over a three-year period, yeah, I've been trying to get it published for three years, but in England, there's lots of laws protecting attempted murderers. Really? In prison. So right. that's why I went to New York to do it, because I thought, there's no way I'm not telling this story. Yeah. I'm not going to be silenced, because... Who, who, who are the publishers? Can Bloomsbury. You say? Oh, okay, nice. Big, yeah. Why aim small, right? Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, so so they had a room full of lawyers, and I went in with my sons in my jeans, and my son had bought me a Joker hoodie from the movie. From he went to Comic Con just before I went. Oh, okay, yeah. And I went in wearing my jeans and hoodie. I said, "We're actually planning to go out for the day, so is this going to take long?" And they showed me the contract, and I said, "Well, this is how I think this thing should go." And they were all nodding. I said, "Right, we're all in agreement. That's great." And I just signed and left. That was it. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Perfect. It was just a formality. They needed to see my face in person. So show my passport, show my ID, you know. Right. So the books, books already been written. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so you said March, April time. It should be. I should get the date, the end of January, beginning of February. Right. But you know what it's like yourself. You've tried to get your book published yeah. for a considerable length of time, right? There's, there's lots. Of, this is just my. my I've done yeah. my part now. Yeah. It's the. It's over to the publishers now. They need to. Yeah, that's then the thing. It's it's a few things. There's a few things behind it. My ones is like it's right there. It's just the little few things. Technically, just it's just like because it's been a bit different, and so and plus they have to catalogue. They have yeah. the cataloguing system, worldwide cataloguing numbers. Apparently, I would I didn't really understand this before. Yeah. But to get your book published as an ebook, straightforward. Yeah. You can anyone can do that. I know. Yeah. But I wanted physical book. I wanted something to leave. 
you know, in, in, in years in yeah. years to come, because I've I've just you know through doing all this health work and working with yourself and really becoming self empowered, I've bought myself a whole new future now, yeah. and so it's it's looking really bright. But I wanted something physical, yeah. yeah. I think over here, I think over here, British Library, I think it's called an IS yeah ISBM number, yeah. That's what I think I got. So some British libraries, but um, I don't. Do you get that or not? Yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what they're saying. Oh, right, it's so the world's cataloging British, system right, 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 yeah, yeah. that would make it be take longer. Oh, right, I didn't know if Americans still had. Yeah, that. yeah, they, yeah they've yeah, got perfect, their own, and perfect. then and then if you want it published in other countries as well, then you have to go through their systems too. Right. So it's like that's what make that's what causes yeah. the delays. Yeah, got yeah, and so it's like when you apply. If I don't know if you've ever done this, but you ask for your national insurance number to be given to you again if if you've ever had to ask for a letter to be sent to you again it's like because you've already got a registration number it takes a while for them to send you the letter because they're then having to check their registers check their systems check their check all their documents and then they send you the letter so my daughter's recently needed that to be sent to her again and it took like three months of continuously chasing it up it's a cataloging system isn't it so it's the same thing with books yeah so they so yeah they have to make sure that everything, everything's in place so have you, have you thought about doing an audio book yes you doing it yes I've been recording audio actually I don't think I've told you about that yet no I've been recording audio clips because right. I'm launching a 365 audible program okay so it's going to be like it's basically instead of doing an online blog this is a true insight of how I really did overturn my health and how I have overturned my life, like completely transformed my life. Yep. So it's, it's going to be a daily... Daily. Right. Yeah, it's a daily programme. Right, okay. Perfect. And so is that what you're, so is that what you're doing? So that, that's not the audio book though, is it? That's no, something different. So that's are, are, you doing, different. are you going to do an audio book for people? Um, I probably will, yes. Probably will get it recorded into audio. Yeah, I would because some people like... Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm an audiobook junkie. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Just, I'm. I'm. I know. I like. And also, audiobooks. I can read. Like, the more people can listen than, than read as well. And people just like to listen to it or have it on. And, and I think it's just a great way of having your your story out in many many different sort of like um, yeah different avenues as, as you can. It's it's a great thing to, to have on there and just uh, do it. So yeah, no, we talked about. But I've know, got some smaller books coming out too about oh, the yeah. weight loss because I have lost. 20 stone and two pounds right and it's like yeah when's that since um when did i start i started on the 1st of january 2012 right and i'd lost the bulk of it by 2016 but by but then obviously i would started to realize that there was actually a serious problem and i probably had something underlying that was really serious mm-hmm. because I'd had so many rounds of surgery. I think I had 15 rounds of abdominal surgery and I was in and out of hospital. And I had basically walked away from that. And so Mm. the following year, I kind of knew that there was something that just was overlooked. Yeah, and so like it's... um, Well, I mean, it's not a small amount. You must be proud. And like now, I mean... You can see if you, anyone who can see pictures of what you used to look like compared to now, it's it's a different person, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, and so it's this is like people that when you started off in, in say twelfth of January, first of January, first of January two thousand and twelve, um, so it's like what, almost almost eight years yeah. later, um, and even since like I think you've changed. Well, we spoke recently about 
how when you're not hungry you're not eating you're listening to your body a lot more yeah um and you but you have had a little bit of kickback from from people when you've been doing it about this yes said, yes I, I get a lot um it's like i i had a dinner party at my house recently on on sunday it was I, it was my celebration of life because it was the fifth anniversary of actually being told i was dying because my health was so bad yeah Anyone who hasn't listened to this, by the way, the, 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 the previous podcast of Helen, she goes into this in detail um, about how her story, how she was attacked, and, and also um, the, uh, her diagnosis of cancer. Um, so if you want to, I'm sure we'll touch on it, but like at a deeper level, that, that's the episode before we'll be able to, be able to go into that bit, bit deeper. But Yeah, but I regularly get people saying to me, oh, aren't you eating? Hmm. And it's like I don't, I eat when I need to eat. Mm-hmm. And I give my body stuff when it needs it, but not the rest of the time. Yeah. It's like I, you wouldn't ever see me graze eating. I'm exactly the same. It's so weird because I used to be the person who used to always like to eat. And now, I mean, we're sitting here now and it's just five minutes past 2 p.m. and I haven't eaten yet today. Have you? No, no. No, because I've had tea. Yeah, we've had some nice powdered dark tea. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but it's just like. And I had cat's claw on the way here. Cat's claw in my on the way. Cup. You can get them at the Revive Yourself shop. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, so, I mean, that's just, it's just interesting because, you know what the funny thing is? It's like this big thing going on at the moment with, like, Game Changers, documentary and veganism, and, and everyone is trying to be right, and everyone want to put their opinion in. And it's like you know, people telling you that you should be eating when you don't feel like you, you need to. And it's sort of, you know, I always say to people, you're a study of one. Do what works for you. Don't worry about everyone else. And But it can be hard because you were saying like I remember you left me a voice note the other the other day saying like it's not a little bit of a rant but just letting some energy out just saying that uh, why do other people need to put their aura in well, sort of thing well the thing is because I actually look really healthy and the way I conduct myself and carry myself now is really inspiring to other people and so when I've got someone sitting there saying oh you know Helen you should you should try this I'm sort of looking at them like hmm Maybe you should try that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I am, especially if they're if I know they're really unhealthy, mm. and I know that they've been asking me to help them change their health patterns, and then suddenly they're offering me milk chocolate or something mainstream that I just wouldn't eat in a thousand million years. You know, I'm sort of. Yeah. It's not that I'm getting offended. It's just that I'm, I find the whole process really tiresome. Because it's, it's, I think it's people's habits. People are habit-forming in saying, oh, I'll, I'll offer this to you because I love you. That is actually a habit that they have. 100%. When they don't need to do that. It's because a lot of people like to, well, it's a couple of things, habit, share share the guilt. They want someone else to be in if they're eating or saying something bad, share the 100%. guilt. 100%. Um, that's where you see everyone... In offices all around the world, are like certain, especially on a Friday, you bring a big box of donuts in, and the person who brings them in might have one, everyone else might have two or three, and they're just sharing their guilt. Or, and also the other thing is like their ego. They might be sitting there thinking, oh, so, or something they've read or something from in their paper from a doctor, and they might be like, I want to get this information out. Or they might actually genuinely be trying to help you, even though you know, <laughs> if if it was if that was true, if it was working for them, surely their results would show it. Well, the great sugar debate is pretty big at the moment for me because people <clears throat> regularly offer me things with sugar, and I find myself repeating over and over again, "I don't eat sugar." And what do you mean you don't eat sugar? Whatever. I'm like, no. And then and I said, I don't eat anything refined. I don't eat any any sugar. Sugar's quite refined and it's very addictive and it also feeds disease 
and I don't yeah. want to have a disease ever again. Yeah, sweet sugar, like this is so um, you can get like cane sugar and um, what's the other one? Um, the, the drinks that are pure in the, in the well, yeah, but they've there. got avocado syrup, natural honeys, things like that. But I don't. No, I was going to say. I was going to say this. This like it's very different. Refined sugar and processed sugar is very different. Uh, Algarve syrup is actually no better than fructose corn syrup. It, exactly, it, but and people were like, <clears throat> yeah, because because of various movements online, mm. particularly with social media, they offer you these things because they think they're being helpful and they think they're being kind and loving. Honey maple syrup. And it's like I have had to develop a real thick shell of being able to say, I do not eat any sugar. Because I don't want a disease ever again. I've I've completely reversed everything now, and I'm hundred percent healthy. I don't want any of these things yeah, ever again. I one yeah, it's um, just just from my perspective. I get where Helen's coming from. She's she's at a point where she's she wants to continue to discontinue, to improve and improve. And I'll go backwards. Just for anyone out there listening, look. For, for me, I'd rather you have sugar than have an artificial sweetener, um, just because of have a have a look up. You know, I always say to people, at least sugar's real. Artificial sweeteners, you know, they're artificial by nature. Mass produced, Yeah, mass produced, and they've been linked to all sorts of different diseases, and and they're they're just a health disaster. But if you're having something like an organic maple syrup, or if you can get like a really raw honey, you know, it's got some very good antiseptic properties. It's really raw honey is immune boosting. But if you were trying to stay away from sugar across the board fair enough but there are other things you can use but as, as Helen is saying that she's coming from a point of view of like she's where she's right now and she doesn't want to have that and it's a great place to be in um, or caffeine no caffeine ca- sugar these things I just you know I I woke up one day and I just thought I don't want to live like this anymore no and so I just didn't I just stopped and then of course working with yourself I've learned to have a huge level of self care Mm. there is no way I'm ever going back because obviously I was ill before that's the bottom line isn't it I was ill before this is the this is I look at these things when I look at things like this so for example if you're hitting say there's so alcohol caffeine wheat gluten dairy I'm not a saint yeah alcoholic beverages every now and again I'm just going to put these out there so like if I look at things that are highly energetic so like alcohol wheat gluten sugar dairy caffeine maybe there's one more refined oils yeah heavily refined oils oils. I don't even put them in there because I mean these are things that people can enjoy for example oils are just like there's no need to be cooking anything apart from like coconut oil if you're using things like ghee or if you can get raw butter butter, yeah yeah, or you can you know olive oil at medium temperature but uh, wheat and gluten you have a bit of cake I understand it okay alcohol for example if you're if you're having one or two of those things out of that list not the end of the world most people hitting all those on a daily basis they're having wheat and gluten every day with their breads and and or like a muffin or whatever it may be um, a, a wrap or a roll um, caffeine that everyone's having coffee in the morning something I haven't had for I don't know how long now it's got to be over a decade just don't just don't have it um, what's, what was the other one I mentioned there uh, caffeine alcohol alcohol most people we know if not even a social drink of the week they might a lot of people have a drink after work or have a drink before they go to bed a glass of wine something they do on a daily basis you know so you're, you're hitting wheat gluten 
uh, and dairy. They're having they're in dairy, having milk in their tea, milk in their cereal. So they're hitting probably five or six out of the seven every single day, and that's a big issue. You know, it's a big issue. Well, you know, right in the beginning, when uh, first, right at the beginning of January two thousand and twelve, I was because I was paralysed. I was in a wheelchair. I actually went to see a dietitian. Right. The yeah. NHS dietitian. Yeah. And, and right. they wheeled the wheelchair on the scales. They weighed the wheelchair. And then, of course, they lifted me in the wheelchair yeah. and they weighed us together so that together, they could yeah. deduct the weight. And it was phenomenal because we sat there and having a chat and he was telling me all these lists of things that I needed to eat. Mm. Not that I needed to do, that I needed to consume. Yeah. And I, I was looking at this piece of paper and I said to him, but I want to actually lose weight. What was he put? What was on there? It was, right, in the morning, or, no word of a lie, in the morning it was, you wake up, and you have coffee or tea with milk. Yeah. And it was semi-skimmed milk or the blue top, you know, the full-fat milk. Yeah. This was on the list. Yeah. And then after that, you have toast. Yeah. And orange juice. Mm-hmm. Then yogurt and maybe some fruit. Then cereal. Now, the cereal was oats, porridge, like oats so simple. Yeah. Or, or something like that. Or... A cereal bar, mm. <laughs> and then, then after you've grazed your way through all of that lot, at eleven o'clock. So this was at like nine o'clock. Then at eleven o'clock, he wanted me to have a bowl of something, so like a bowl of soup. But the soup was like had cream in it, mm. so it was like cream of potato, right. or cream of leek, or cream of carrot. And this list went on. And even worse than that, he said I should buy condensed soups right. and make them up with water so they were heavily refined and then lunch was at like one, between 1 and one thirty, and that was like a huge plate of salad but everything that went with the salad so it was croutons um, I think it was like grilled bacon mm. or grilled salmon or something like that but they were high cholesterol items anyway and put in the salad and olives he was very big on big big on olives and things like this he's put put all these in and make make a big huge salad and then oh and one of the salads had um, about five or six different nuts in so i already knew in my intelligent mind that the volume of fat in this meal was not a salad mm. it was it was just eating like pure fat with a little bit of leaves and then he wanted me to have an afternoon snack at about three and then dinner between 5 and 5.30 and then a snack again between 8 and 8.30 mm. so I was reading this list and I was going but I actually want to lose weight and then he said oh and if you wake up during the night and you get hungry you can always eat something then too and he was giving me lists of things well, that why was, was he doing that for? I have no idea this was an NHS dietitian this is when people say to me like, it's, just, it's hard because obviously when people come to me they're always coming to me with like is, they're coming to me with well not all of them but some people coming to me with like their eyes wide open for the first time and they say things but the dietitian said this and I'm like whatever the dietitian tells you to do do the absolute opposite they are useless beyond like this they're just about as, about as useful as a chocolate teapot um, that they're literally going to make you worse inflammatory energetic foods constant eating that is just and I and it's why I say when I talk about specialist quote unquote that you go to anything they specialise in failure is, is failure and and then people you know, and, and this is when a lot of people try and argue and I'm just like well, if I'm so wrong why have I got these people better not just me why have, why have the, our protocols and principles and the things that you've gone through you know you can only sell shit once well, and from his point of view he was saying you know that I mustn't starve myself I get that yeah and so, 
Yeah, I understood that too. But the volume of food but and the, food the types yeah, of yeah. food was just something that I just couldn't... Well, you see what they keep people on the cancel. Yes, I have. Mm. Of course I have. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they, and it's like they're, feed, yeah. they're feeding the cancer. Yeah, and it's like I, I just kept on sitting there saying, but I actually want to be healthy and lose weight. So what did you do? And I knew, and he gave me all these sheets of paper, and I, I wheeled myself out of the door and ripped them up into tiny little pieces of confetti and threw them everywhere, and then went away. And then when I when I went back to see him the following month, he said, you know, because I'd lost like ten pounds. No, that's good. And so I, th- I think three weeks later, I went back to see him, and I'd lost ten pounds. And he asked me what what I'd been doing. Did I follow the, the program? And I was like, no way, did I? I said, look, I'm actually really, really. Good, I was a really good cook before I was injured and so basically I took things that I would have cooked to myself had I not been in this state and I just rewrote them so I took out refined foods I took out fat I took out you know I, I basically just readjusted everything and so I was like instructing my daughter and she was putting it together and then I was still, I was still eating but just not that yeah, yeah. I just wasn't eating wheat I wasn't eating gluten yeah. I wasn't eating refined foods yeah. I wasn't eating the volume of fat so like I had made it so I was eating less than 15 grams of fat per meal yeah. instead of like 45 to 60 grams yeah. in every so meal that, this he, is the thing that, I'm, that I, he was putting yeah I don't really this is the thing that I don't even look this, obviously if you at that point we want to lose weight but I always say to people if you just eat real foods yeah. at the end, of, end of the day like I don't count calories I think it's if I have 500 calories 500 calories from a bag of Paribo or 500 calories from a sweet potato. I know which one I'm having every single day, you know. Even 800 calories from a sweet potato. Your body can process it. And I'm getting what you're saying about that because obviously you're at the point where you're thinking, well, I put this much fat in. But most people, like, if you eat a meal which has got like, you know, fibrous carbohydrates in it, uh, a meat, meat in it, and maybe some good carb- carbohydrates, you're going to get a, 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 a good portion of fat just from a lean meat or from meat. Anyway, you don't need to add extra things to it. Um, and if you concentrate on eating real foods, single ingredient foods, you know, eggs are eggs, potatoes are potatoes, steak is steak. I was so just about to say well, my favourite thing that I've had from you mm-hmm. is if a two-year-old can't comfortably say the ingredients list, then you can't have it, Helen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, this is awesome because it's so easy to adapt. It's so easy to adapt mm. with that in mind. Yeah, it's like... I would say if, if if you look at the things and it belongs on a periodic table, you know, I was looking at one the other day. I was going to actually take a picture of it. Uh, where was I? And I felt a bit bad on somewhere, and um, looked at this. I just picked up a loaf of bread and I looked at it, and and it and it had like sixty ingredients in it. And I was like, how the hell? Bread is meant to be. I like, know, right? If you made that yourself, it would have three ingredients, right? Four, I think. Four with a little bit of salt. Yeah, yeah. Himalayan. Four, yeah, Himalayan or virgin salt. salt yeah. yeah, and so like what the hell and I'm just like this is and so it's amazing how how it's got to that point and it's great that you you recognised that though and you went in your own way and, 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 you, and, you, and you did it like, well, I, you I was advising someone about buying meat the other day and I was right. saying I'm not being funny or anything but if I want to buy a chicken I want the ingredients to read chicken mm. not have five or six other ingredients in what, this product. Where where would is that like? It's because in the, in the supermarket, that? yeah, like take chicken thighs for example. Yeah. Um, there's a packet yeah. of eight, and it costs about two pounds in money in most supermarkets. And then there's another packet that costs like three pound fifty. And mums in particular that are on a tight budget will go for the two pound one. And I'm like, I'm trying to say, no, look, the three pound fifty one. Look at the ingredients. The only ingredient is chicken. Mm-hmm. 
if you really are going to buy this, then please buy the one that says it's chicken well, and it's organic. One, Water, some sort oh, of not bulking a, agent. Oh, right, they put that in there. Right, okay. they, it's injected with things. Right, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. So I didn't know if you meant like they're, they're like the No, 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 it's not. No, no, yeah. no. It's, it, we're talking like raw, yeah, yeah. raw meat here. Mad, yeah. And so if you really carefully look at the ingredients, it's pumped with all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah. Uh, hormones, maybe. Um, oh yeah, they they got all sorts of tricks that they do. They 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 chlorine. put lots of stuff in there. Yeah, chlorine and they, yeah, is and one, but it's, it's under a different name, of course. They even started um, putting sugar and certain things of different meat to make it more addictive to people. Yeah, if, if something yeah. typically if something says it's something syrup, they don't even tell like you. a tongue twister, and then with syrup sounding word at the end, it's pumped with sugar. Yeah, even in, even in the meats, like the beef and stuff, they spraying it with sugar. So so you, that was, that's awesome. So what was so you followed this, what, your, 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 your own, you started cooking for yourself? Yeah, and, and yeah I started getting, getting things. I, I knew in my mind that there was no way yeah. that was going to ever achieve. Because don't forget, I was paralysed, I couldn't move either. Yeah, exactly. So if I eat that volume of food, how, how so on earth on, yeah. am I going to burn that off? Well, here's the story. It's not like I can roll around in bed even, you know, like I wouldn't be able to get rid of it at all. If you're that big, you probably could have lived off, off your own body anyway for a long period of time. It's true. Thing, yeah. So it's like when you're saying to people at the moment, I don't want to eat, and they're saying, oh, you should. It's like, I've, I I know my body, I know what it's doing, um, and it's it's absolutely fine. It's it's amazing, as you said before, a lot of these people giving these advice, giving this advice a lot of them don't look, as you said, very healthy. So I said to you before, I'm not here to just to bash vegans because if veganism works for you then great but there's a lot of things going on at the moment with this game change documentary and other things where this vegan propaganda is being pushed and I look at 95% of most vegans and they look very ill go to a vegan convention and if you want to see what health looks like it's not just just that as well everybody's an expert everybody's an expert in my you know people have, have tried to be experts in my health and I'm sort of thinking well I've overturned and overcome and I've transformed and I'm really you know really strong um you know a lot of people sort of ego driven people will say oh, I'll come to the gym with you and I'm like okay great hmm. and it's like they can't they can't do the circuit they can't do the round yeah they can't even do a fraction of the things that I do and then get in the pool and swim a mile at the end you know they just can't do these things whereas I'm like really happy and smiling and and dancing in between you know like, and I it's think, like sometimes I think it's just people want to be heard it's an ego thing because like people put stuff on my wall sometimes and I'm just like this is and this is where my ego comes out I don't say I try and be really diplomatic and I've, I've learned a yeah because you don't want to hurt people's feelings yeah, right I've also learned a long time ago you catch more flies with, with honey than you do vinegar and also you know people how people it's not what you say sometimes it's how you say it but someone was saying something the other day and I always thought put, put in there like what's your day job how many people have you helped heal none okay well if, like otherwise if I was you I'd just keep your mouth shut like I wanted to say that but I didn't I was like trying to be diplomatic and said go and read this and do that my favourite thing to, my favourite response that I've developed mm. recently actually from coming back from New York mm-hmm. when someone's talking to me I'll ask them what does that actually mean Mm. That no matter what it is, is my default response now is, what does that actually mean to you? Can you explain it to me? How is that working for you? What does that actually yeah, mean to you? you yeah. And honestly, ninety-nine percent of the time, they don't actually have an answer. 
because it's just something they've seen online or they've read about or they've read a book. A lot of people are reporters because they read a lot of books or they listen to a lot of audio books and then they're then reporting to you this knowledge without having actually applied it to themselves first. 100%. This is someone, people like, for example, diet-wise, so they can be reading a book, as Paul Trek says, you know, people are, would rather listen or just regurgitate something they've read than actually listen to their body. Like, they might be they might be feeling ill, tired, no libido, haven't got any energy, you know, met brain fog, no mental clarity, and they're still saying, but, yeah, vegan's the way. It's like, but how do you feel? Yeah, but I've read all this stuff online that tells me it's great. Yeah, but how do you feel? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's I feel, my I default feel response is, yeah. how does yeah. that... And so... What does that mean to you? But a lot of people, because they've done it for a short period of time and they're getting good results, they think it's, it's that's the way it should be for everyone. They don't realise, you know, everyone's very, very different. And but listen, it's like with the weight loss. You, you go for it and you, at first you have an amazing result. Like, the first month is, is quite phenomenal. But then... There will come a point with every weight loss journey where you're going to hit a plateau and those scales just are not going to move no matter what you do. And it's because you have to keep your body guessing, you have to keep changing things up. Yeah, I, I talk, I've talk. i got a really good interview actually with Dr. Jade uh, Teeter about this here. People think like just to lose weight you've got to exercise more and, and move, uh, sorry, exercise more and eat less. There's actually exercise more, eat less, exercise more, eat more, Exercise less, move, um, eat less, and there's the other one around as well. Exercise, and you need less, to rest eat too. more. Yeah, you so those like too. yeah, rest. So but it's, this is like like that's like um, there's four different things to keep the metabolism working, and also you said before it's like different times of eating, like switching things up. It hundred percent is what we do with supplements to keep your body guessing. You know, but you see, like with someone suffering from chronic fatigue mm-hmm. and they're not able to move much, and they really want to lose weight because part. It's, it's a vicious cycle because they've probably got chronic fatigue because they're so viciously overweight. That could be a very strong contributing factor. But I get a lot of people asking me now, yeah, but I've got no energy to do anything. I really want to lose some weight, but I can't exercise because I'm so tired. And then you sort of like, you do have to actually then look within. Like, yeah. what does my body actually need today? Does it need that huge plate of roast dinner? does it really need that whole entire casserole dish of cauliflower cheese does it really need this bag of crisps while i'm watching a movie well that's just it's yeah that's like mindless eating or it's just like comfort it's 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 asking those questions and people you know there's a lot of times it's just habit it's pattern it's what everyone else is doing um and the thing is like a lot of people, for example, if I have a big big meal, I know it's coming up, I'll, I'll like this fast because I know that's coming. Yeah. Because a lot of people are already eating like four, three or four times before they have that, that evening meal. Uh, and to me, you know, just having that digestive tract always, always working, always full, it, it never gives your body a chance to actually eat. I mean, I always say, you know, this is why religions love them or loathe them, even a broken clock's right twice a day, and they all have a fasting period because it's really good for the body. Um, what I've learned about myself is that, that the body is its own universe. And if you keep giving it things to deal with yeah. throughout the day, and your brain is telling you, I need to do X, Y, and Z at, say, 3 o'clock. Yeah. If I gave my body a huge plate of food at 2 o'clock, my brain would be tired. Yeah, yeah. By three o'clock, if I, I had to go into a meeting or I, I had to go into a boardroom or something like that, or I had to speak on stage, 
my brain would actually be quite fatigued by then because the rest of me is focusing on getting rid of this food, 100%. digesting this food, sending it to different <clears throat> cells, <throat> sending it to different organs, processing the waste. I mean, the list just goes on and on. We, we, we're really hard on our bodies. Yeah, 100%. I mean, all your this is why... Um, a lot of athletes now are realising this as well like if they're injured they're actually going extended periods of fasting because your enzymes will actually go to the place where they needed most and if you're it's why um, one, of the, one of the people I'm getting on the show in the new year Wade Lightheart he's got really good systemic enzymes and you can take them with food to help you digest your, your food or you can take them without food and they'll help your enzymatic process in healing so wherever you've got some problem it's, internally it is, it's yeah. totally it's targeting so, everything at cellular level and it's so key. this is why like people fasting um, it's great for mental clarity and energy well I did the 27 day cacao fast yep. because I wanted to completely overhaul my system yep before I went away. How did you feel on cacao? Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And when you first suggested that I try the cacao, by the way, I was like, no, no, because I don't like chocolate. Yeah, it's different, very different. <laughs> but it was absolutely delicious. Yeah, it's very different. I think I, I only did it with Ancient and Brave. Ancient and Brave, the collagen, yeah. Uh, but then um, towards the, the last two weeks of the fast, I did introduce some ceremonial grade cacao in the evening yeah. with it. So I'd grate a little bit in okay. with the Ancient and Brave. And sleep it, okay it, on it, that? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It can be quite energising for people. But my time. journaling yeah, okay. was phenomenal during those periods. Yeah, you got a lot out. Yeah. Yeah, it opens yeah. up your mind. It's like I really got to know myself. Have you, um, there's a brand out there, I think it's called Tao. It's uh, it's like £280 for a chocolate bar. Um, it comes from, it's like hand-picked, hand-reared um, cacao from the Amazon jungle. They only sell like a thousand bars a year or something like that. Um, it's, it's ridiculous, but you have it. Is you that have it. the one that's wrapped in natural leaves? You get it in a box. You get it in a box, and you get the number of it, and you meant to have like a little bit. But it, they do like a whole thing on it. You can, I think it's T A O chocolate. I think it's or Tao or something like that. I'll, I'll try and find the list. But they actually go into it, and when you look at the actual. Um, you look at the origins of raw chocolate and who ate it. Like it used to only be. For like nobility, emperors, yeah, yeah. emperors, nobility, Empress. priests, things like that, and so it was a very. And it opened up them. It's like a lot of these things that are banned, you know, they're, they're because they open up parts of the mind that are not usually opened. Um, so a lot of psychedelics are banned because everyone's out loving each other rather than hating each other. Uh, and raw chocolate can do that if you want to write a good article, have a little bit of raw chocolate before you do it, and your mind will, will go, especially if it's on an empty stomach. Um, well, I felt, I felt like my brain and my mind yeah. were fully in tune with every part of me yeah so like even my feet yeah you know because because i was previously paralyzed yeah. sometimes my brain used to think that my feet were where my thighs are so i'd be out walking especially if i got tired i'd have to really think before taking a step just in case i fell and so doing this to completely clear out my system it felt great yeah you know it made me made me really in tune well, with every it, part it is people don't realize like how it's like i could literally yeah. feel pathways but you actually probably start to feel real your real feelings rather than just yeah. like other things so i mean and this is one of the things you, you mentioned you had like a, a little um uh like shindig the other day you said it was the last time you'd be celebrating that sort of anniversary um, yeah, because it was the fifth anniversary from being told I'd be dead within a hundred days. Exactly right. So, it, and I don't feel like it's something. Shut your door I would, on that. Yeah, yeah, it was to me. It was all about celebrating life yeah. and moving forwards. I don't think I want to ever revisit those times again. So for me, the event was it was a huge success. Yeah. And every, and there was so much love being shared in the, in the, my home. Yeah. 
Um, but for me, I don't need to visit that again because it's like, right, I've left it in the past now and that's it. No, it's awesome. And I just want to get... Because you, so you've got the books coming out and you've got your, your three, 165-day course. Anything else? Like where do you, so you said before, you can see where you see yourself in 12 months. Where do you see yourself in 12 months? Well, I, I would definitely want to be uh, promoting the importance of actually living a full life. Yeah. Um, and helping people transform, really, like I have, because it's no, it's no. I know what it feels like. I completely understand what that's like, being in bed, and just not having anything to look forward to. And you know, there had been long periods in my own life where I'd gone to bed in January and woken up to the kids putting up Christmas decorations. Really, yeah. In January, yeah, because I was so ill. I'd lost huge periods of time. And like I said, you know, at the start of this, I was saying how I ran around with my son in Central Park and, and did lots of things with him, you know, and we, we cycled too. Yeah. And it was like, it was just so amazing to actually be experiencing life. So we're all about the experience now. And yeah. I, I want to help other people, inspire other people to transform. Yeah, awesome. And not not be that person stuck in bed. Yeah, no. That not may... addressing the health issues, not addressing the reality. Because a lot of people, are, they're under the illusion that their problems are a thousand times worse than they actually are. When you pick them apart and actually get down to the nuts and bolts of it, most problems can actually be repaired. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's also like they just get stuck they in They definitely the... can be addressed. Yeah, they get faced. stuck in a rut, right? And then it, things like pile on and they think things are worse than they are because... They don't know a way out. I always, it's very, we talk about, you know, it's, if you haven't got a, these, the issues can be like a tunnel with no light at the end of it. It can be like no way out. But if you've got a path out of it, um, I actually did a post the other day, which was quite, I've done it a couple of times. And some people, though, they love to stay ill because it's how they get attention, it's how they identify. Seriously, seriously, when I was at my worst, I was getting disability benefits, sickness benefits. You know, money was just coming at me from all different directions. And I was still I was still laying in the bed going, but I'm not disabled. I'm I'm not ill. Even though I was mm. riddled with so much disease, yeah. my mindset never was that. And so for me personally, I was like, no, this is temporary. Yeah. This isn't going to be how you my life's going to go. You didn't have like your mentality, how it'd be easy to identify. Authority was insisting that I had that life. They were insisting that I go, that I be that way. And they were going, no, on paper, this is how it is. I'm, I don't. I don't give a toss what it looks like on paper. Yeah. This is how I want to be and this is how I'm going to be. Yeah. I'd, I'm not interested in that life. I'm not interested in self-harming myself further so that I can stay like this. And in order to follow your way, I would have to do a great deal of self-harming mentally to stay that way. Yeah, it's... And it's amazing that they don't understand the power they got, these people in these, these white jackets. They say they tell someone they'll be dead in six months. Most people, we think we talked about it last time, they'll be dead in six months because the mind's a powerful thing. And, and, they, and a lot of people, they take this authority. This, it just doesn't feel authentic. Yeah. But, this, like, but if people believe in something a lot and they take something as an authority and, and that authority tells them something... They can take it to the to the to the state of the level, the soul, and it can really impact them. It's like it takes a it takes a specific sort of person to be like, no, that's not that's not happening to me. That's not I don't believe you, or I'm doing things my way. You know, I did, I did, I was. I don't believe you. I, I, I mean, I I'm saying, but if, imagine if it wasn't. So, it was, obviously, we didn't move like a lot of people would get on the show. They've been people that have scratched their own itch, or they've gone down one avenue and realised 
that's not the right way they come to the number one so they're quite strong personalities do you know what for me just my own personal circumstances I had walked there mm. I had walked in the door I had sat down and so when they were telling me these things I, I'm very, by that point I was very much about being present in the moment enjoying the present moment so I'm sitting there and I'm saying but in this moment I'm absolutely fine mm. I've just walked here you know if you saw how I used to be unable to even take myself to the toilet you'd understand how big that was yeah and so in this moment thank you very much i have my legs i'm walking well a lot of people they walk in the front door of those places and never come out again unless it's in a body bag honestly that was going through my mind yeah. i was thinking i haven't come here to die my nan walked in. i'm going to walk out my nan walked in happy laughing six weeks later she was dead and it wasn't the cancer that wow. killed her it was the, it was the drugs that gave her killed her and she didn't know who we were, and she was fine. Six, six, cancer doesn't kill anyone in six weeks. <laughs> it just, just doesn't. Um, and not, not if you're walking in there laughing and joking, and six weeks later, she was dead. I was uh, really angry as well, because I'd had so many rounds of surgery, and they never saw that I had cancer cells. In all that time, 15 rounds of surgery, and I've lost huge organs. Yeah. And they never noticed. Yeah, they just cut, yeah. They, my nose was still running, my lymphatic system was still raging out of control, and they never thought to look. You know, the amount of consultations I've done now, I think it's over like 6,000. They were too busy cutting things out. Well, I was about to say, like, they, these doctors are meant to be super intelligent. And the amount of times I listen to people and I'm like, these doctors are not just, they're beyond stupid. And like, or they just don't know how health works, which probably is, like, it probably is what it is. You know, it's just they don't have a clue how, how, how real health works. So well, People ask me all the time recently, people have asked me more and more and more, but if you're really healthy now and you haven't got any disease and you haven't got any illness, why are you still working with a health coach? And I was saying, I'm working with a health coach because I don't want to ever be in that position ever again. And if I ever decide in my stupidity, like sometimes you do wake up in stupidity and you think, I'm going to do something that I used to do. If I have a health coach, I but know but that, that I'm not going to do that. But that's like, I say, you say, I have to go back to I'm not okay, going to do that. Jessica Ennis won the Olympic gold. Did you think she got rid of her coach? Or like, no. Or like, you know, like, 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 name a footballer or whoever it could be, a boxer, Anthony Joshua, won heavyweight titles. Back. Is he getting rid of his coach now? Like, it's like, what do you mean? It's like, prevent, uh, one of the things I put today in that post out about the NHS, I said, everyone's talking about the NHS, but no one wants to take responsibility for, for their own health. That it should be reserved for A&E, rare genetic conditions and disorders. And obviously, honestly. And obviously, and, and obviously like, and um, what was the other thing? I can't remember. A&E, long-term genetic disorders, or like, yeah, I can't remember. There's one other thing should be reserved for. But so many people don't want to take responsibility for their own health. And they don't understand, like, no one wants to educate people in prevention how to get healthy and stay healthy. Honestly, because like, I want to keep it. I really like it. I, I want yeah. to keep it. But you asked me, I remember we'd finished the 16-week programme. We'd just finished it a couple of weeks ago. And you yeah. asked me, you know, do you, want to, do you want to carry on with this? And I, I don't think I answered fully. I, I think, you know, I sort of sat back and thought, is he insane? And this is the time I need it the most. Oh, like, well, like, some people, some people don't. I'm trying to get things because certain people don't. They like, no, it's cool. And it's don't actually. You know, I was actually taken aback. I was thinking, well, if, if just, this is just no question yeah. because I want to be this way forever. I mean, that's a great way of doing. This is why I always like it's being prevent, like it's preventative or it's being it's proactive rather than reactive, which is what you want people to be. You know, it's like why would you? 
why would you not continue to do the things that are correct? I put a video on this the other day, actually. It's like, if you're doing something that's really working, why, then why would you stop? Exactly. And people do it all the time. Ryan, if... Uh, that used to be me. That used to be me. Yeah. I'd do things and it would be really working really well. And then... Oh, this is going back a couple of years, you yeah. know. I'd do things that was going really well. And then i think, oh, that's great. That worked really well. <laughs> and yeah. that was the end. And then you go back, yeah. And <laughs> that it's was like, the end. I, I didn't it. understand that some changes you have to make are for life yeah yeah 100% and you know nothing until you've made the change and the change is stuck then you really know information or knowledge not not used is is pointless they talk about you know you, you don't really know until if knowing and not doing means you don't really know yeah that's uh, what I mean you don't know until you're actually yeah. doing it and it becomes your way of life yeah 100% then you know so what is what is the next? Uh, so, what's what's the next um, period? You, you got any more books lined up? Well, I've I've become a public speaker. Yeah, and I'm a lot more confident speaking now, especially because I don't feel tired. <laughs> so I've been really big, enjoying the process. A big difference. You're not tired. So I've got quite a few events coming up next year. Um, you'll have to keep an eye out on my website. I'll post the details because some of them are not my events, but I am organising events of my own too. I'm finalising one tomorrow, so I'll be posting the details of that tomorrow. Is that the journaling month? Yeah, for journaling for health, the importance of journaling as part of your healing process. And also to make positive lifestyle changes. Um, How can you possibly change something if you're not actually looking at it in depth? You don't know what you're changing. No. You're just changing symptoms, then that's not changing. Journaling is huge. I always talk about, when we go through our progress with people, and I always say, like, make no mistake, the mental and emotional side of this is just as important as the nutritional aspect, and people don't understand that. And even showing studies, like, people just writing things down, getting it out of their head, it can improve their circumstances by like 50 to 60% because it's not going round and round in the head anymore, it's on, in paper, and your mind. There's a great book out there by um, by David Dean, I think it's David Dean, it's called Brain Rules, and he talks about how. It's amazing you can forget get something, but if it's something you really oh, I've remember, seen it on Audible. Yeah, it's on Audible. If you want to, if you want to remember something, yeah, come back in your mind. It might be like every three hours. Your memory's got a really good level of thinking. Oh, it comes back, but it's it, getting it into your subconscious. Yeah. That's the key. If you write it down and get it out, it takes. Yeah. It's only got. It's, it's, it's almost. It's almost like having a suitcase. You've only got and different compartments. You've only got so much you can put in that suitcase. And so if you write things down, it's there. It knows it hasn't got to worry about it. It's brilliant. Otherwise, it'll keep on going round and round and round in your head. And so. It's a, it's a good book and it's a really good method, I think, of, of for people that, to p- pick up. Journaling's great. Every morning I do it. I always journal. Yeah, me too. And, it's, and, and, it's, and in the evening too sometimes. Right down, But yeah. another big project I'm involved in is called Positive Exposure. Now, they're based in New York, but they're worldwide. They're a global... Mm-hmm. It's a global movement for recognising diversity. And obviously I do have albinism. Mm-hmm. So albinism is quite huge. It was someone with albinism that inspired them to, uh, Rick Goodyearty to start that off okay. and it's basically because when I show up people aren't really expecting it yeah. because a lot of people like me hide a yeah, lot. Yeah. and I used to be a hider I did used to hide and so I'm actually becoming quite big with celebrating diversity and celebrating difference and celebrating uniqueness and actually not hiding behind a condition because I'm a woman first 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 second yeah, but third also you know once you know like you're, you're just you know it sounds Sounds mad. I think when you get a bit older, I had it with my skin when I was younger. I had like real bad keloid skull. Yeah, I I'd, I'd, I'd be hiding in it. And I got to a point, you know, now I'm just like, 
I actually like it. It makes me different. Uh, I'm just like, it's weird. It's, it's like, celebrating your uniqueness. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah. whatever. I just don't, it doesn't bother me. Well, the me, thing is, people like me are often seen as, or portrayed as villains or horror movie-like type characters. Right, 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 right. And so, by me being out there, and I have become a media personality and a, a professional speaker, by me showing up in person and being able to do that, because I've got help on my yeah, side yeah. now, it's it's huge. Yeah. So just being that face is is pretty big for me. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing a lot of work with them no, it's awesome. in the future over the next sort of What's few that years. Again? Positiveexposure.org. Oh. oh, nice, awesome. And they're based in those, but they all the right. office is in New York, but they they get they're all over. No, it's awesome. No, don't don't ever. You said before, don't ever hide hide away. That's um, your story is going to inspire loads, and I'm really looking forward to. Um, to get in your book and even reading it, you know, especially if you get an audio book, it'd be, it'd be even better for me. Uh, so make sure you do that. But um, yeah, awesome. Anything, anything else you want to add? Not really. Just, just from my own experience, um, working with someone like yourself, it is such a rewarding experience because I've got to know parts of myself that I never knew existed before, and it's empowered me to be, you know, a, a big true version of myself and carry that forward and I was already an inspirational person but now it's gone up several levels because yeah. you know it's 100% authenticity with health to back it up and being your authentic self and just being who you are I mean that's actually a massive part of the health paradigm as well because sometimes you know if you're not being who you are, not saying what you're not living your truth. Yeah, you imposter are. syndrome. Yeah. I felt like I had imposter can, syndrome before because cause bigger health issues. I was changing things. Like I'd done weight loss. I had overcome being paralyzed and told I was never going to walk again. I had overcome those things, but I still felt really unhealthy, and <laughs> I didn't have vitality. Mm. It can't. I mean, it's also like there's a lot of illness. If people like anger gets stored in the liver. Resentment and grief can get stored oh, in the gut. Oh, I think when we did the liver detox, mm. I think I do re- vividly remember saying to you, "God, the slightest little food is making me feel furious yeah, today." 100%, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And then you kept gently reminding me, "So your liver's emptying." Your liver's emptying. It's anger, fine. It's your liver's emptying. Emotions. Just people. don't kill anyone today. <laughs> yeah. I always <laughs> say to people, make sure you tell your spouses or, or your. Oh, partner I started or knitting again. Yeah. When I was doing I that, that I started knitting and drawing and stuff to keep my hands moving because. Ooh. I wanted to strangle everybody that crossed my path. Also, it keeps your mind occupied, which is good. It's a good little task to keep your mind occupied. It's like kind of, even people always think that meditation has to be sitting there doing some breathing exercises. It can even be something like colouring in or drawing. Or knitting or, knitting. or yeah, spinning yarn. Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. spinning wool again and, so, and painting. It's, um, there's lots of different things that, that you can do. But awesome, Helen. It's um, been great at getting you back on the show, I'm sure. Thank we'll, you. We'll do it another time once you, your book's out and things are sorting out or things are moving further and you can tell me what's going on and look into the, the different things you've, be, you've um, yeah, you got in the pipeline. But, um, yeah, thanks for coming on again. Thank you. No worries. So that was the episode with Helen, guys and girls. You know, she's a great person and she's got a great, well, fantastic, fascinating story. She's another person who's gone through so much and it just allows people to understand that no matter what they're going through, you can come out the other side of it. Because Helen was literally, you know, if, a lot of people that get into what we do, they all scratch their own itch. And Helen's one of those people and she was um, probably in one of the the, 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 the worst 
state as possible, I think. You know, suffering from rape and being stabbed and, you know, not being told she was paralysed and etc. You know, if you haven't heard her first interview, then go back and listen to it. But it's great to get Helen on and for her to speak um, so you can actually understand that it doesn't matter what you've been going through, there is a way out. you just got to come at things from a different angle. And it's fantastic to have one of my clients, you know, going from strength to strength. And because you know, even when she, she heard, as you heard there, she come to us, she, she'd done a lot of healing herself, but, but she still had quite a, a bit of a way to go. And she's learning all the time, and she's learning more about more and more about her body um, and what it needs to do to adapt and become stronger. And, you know, not just that, managing her energy. So she's got a book coming out next year, um, which is going to be fantastic, um, fascinating story. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's just great for people to, to learn to manage. And this is it. We're all a study of one. You need to understand yourself and really give yourself the best um, the best chance possible moving forward. And that's why, you know, Helen's decided to work with a coach in different areas of her life. Same as myself and a lot of people that get places, you know, they've all got coaches because sometimes it needs another pair of eyes to look at you and just to see what's been going on. Because as I just got, I had a fantastic message through actually from someone a minute ago talking about how, when they first come across me, they were vegan. They were listening to my post and thinking, "Oh my God, this guy is wrong. You don't need meat, etc." And for a long while, she kept on listening to that, and then she thought, oh, "Actually, maybe Ryan's right. Maybe it has got something to do with with the diet. Maybe that's why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling." And she stops being manipulated by the ideology. Um, she actually started eating meat again, and she feels like she's never felt in in years which has brought a smile to my face. And it's a, that's the other thing, you know, sometimes you've got to step outside of your own way and actually listen to different things. Because you keep on doing the same things, you're going to keep on getting the same results. So anyway, that was that episode today with Helen Jacobs, you know, great episode and can't wait to get out to you. Um, as always, guys and girls, so just like the message I said before, the, the book is out now. Um, the Chronic Fatigue Solution. You can get it at www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. That's www.thechronicfatiguesolution.com. And although it's about chronic fatigue and getting your energy back, it covers exactly what you need to be doing to get your health back on track or to, to thrive, you know, take your health to the next level. And it gives you the three big secrets to overcoming chronic illness. Um, also, if you are looking to fast track your way to health and you've been dealing with a chronic issue that you haven't been able to heal from, then you can always send me an email at ryan at reviveyourself.co. That's ryan at reviveyourself.co. And I'll get back in touch with you as quick as possible and we can have a little call and, and talk about how we can help you otherwise that's it for this week people enjoy the fest the festmas period the festmas christmas and festive festmas enjoy the festmas period (laughs) i'm gonna coin that and um have a great yeah great time and and really enjoy yourself and you know if you haven't listened to my uh, 19 hat christmas hacks then definitely do it but go out there enjoy it and spend some time with your friends friends and family and uh, yeah have a great one Anyway, as always, stay happy, stay healthy. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're struggling with gut issues, such as gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, heartburn, and want to finally be able to eat the foods you love without the crippling after effects, then don't forget to head over to reviveyourself.co and pick up your free copy of The Healing Health Paradigm today. 